Oye chicos, pero here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamless. After being rescued by a super fan of Cletus' secret podcast, The Alarm Clock, You're Cornelius, right? Cornelius Caffeine? You're the, the podcast? The patrol force agrees to help JT go on a hunt for the skunk ape. I'm trying to find the skunk ape, and I could really use your help. I think it's connected to the Florida man somehow, and if you really want to get back at him, I think he's running away right now, so this is your best opportunity. As Steve decides to stay behind and play Minecraft, I'm gonna walk out of the water, go up to one of the computers and play some Minecraft. Before the group runs into a very familiar crocodile. My goodness, that crocodile over there, she looks very nasty. And two hungry bears. Junior, you want some Lunchables? Yeah. After dealing with the bears, they leave Steve to play Minecraft with his mom. That's not my mom. Before continuing on their way to the skunk ape. Let's see what happens now. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I guess Steve and Guinevere walk up the steps into the RV. That was very odd. Not since putting my tea kettle on have I heard so much hissing. My goodness, my gracious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that whole mess, uh... That just went on for the past, uh, I guess, 10 minutes. Uh. Well, I sh suppose we should get back to the trail of croquettas and the trail to the uh, skunk, ape, monkey, gorilla thingy. Again, you lock uh, the door to the RV and uh, Steve, roll an intelligence check. 15. All right, you managed to get a little land server up and running and uh, you managed <laughs> to get Guinevere in. Guinevere has no idea what she's doing, but she seems very excited to learn. It's all right. I'll show her. Aww. Uh, did you give all your Lunchables to that bear? Do you have any other food? Uh, we can worry about food later. Do you well, really there want might food be another right animal that wants food, and I think it'd be a good idea to carry some with us. Oh, yeah? You kind of just got us out of a huge situation. Okay, no, no, no. So, you know yeah. what? Okay, fine. God. No, can you talk to animals? Aren't we following a trail of croquettes? Can we just, like... Pick them up as we go. We could totally do that, I'm sure. I would also just like, can I just pull out my cattle prod, like shock the water and see if dead fish just like float up? Is that something I can do? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Okay, well. <laughs> do it. Yeah, it's a, se it's a separate little, I don't want to get it. I don't want to do the water with like the bears or anything. I want it to just be. You find a pool of water with some minnows swimming in it. Oh, nice. Wait, minnows are tiny, right? Correct. I pull out my cattle prod. I stick it in the water. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I roll an attack one. <laughs> yeah, roll an attack. Okay. 
that's 23. Okay. You just uh, committed genocide, whatever. It was a, it was a very... Uh, it, it was a species of minnow that only lived in that one pool of water, and they are all yeah, dead now. now. Now he tells you that. Now he tells you that after you killed them. You don't know that? I just wanted... Uh, uh, Claudia doesn't know that, but I wanted it... Amanda know, does. Yeah, no. Amanda yeah. Amanda knows. Yeah. How many uh, float up? I don't know, like 20. Good. I, 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 po- I pocket them. All right. You have a pocket full of dead fish. I got a pocket, got a pocket full of dead fish. I have a duffel bag <laughs> that I took from the truck in episode three. <laughs> Wait, time out. You do not want to put the fish in a duffel bag. That is disgusting. Well, where you want to put them in your pocket? No. Do you have like a plastic bag or something? You got or the cooler? Any... You want to put them in that name? You could put them in my mouth for safekeeping. You're, You're not, not here. here. <laughs> You're playing Minecraft. Guys, can we, uh, can we continue? Yeah, I'm just putting fish in here. All right. <laughs> Good to go. You open your duffel bag, put... 20 little fish in it so it takes up like a corner pocket (laughs) and then i guess roll the rest of the duffel bag back up and stick it back in your pocket (laughs) you continue down the trail (laughs) and a little ways away uh you hear let me go you smelly oh from off in the trees gladys i would know those sweet dulcet tones anywhere I run after the sound. David. All right, you run after it, and you carry on. You're, you're working your way through the forest. It takes quite a while, and uh, eventually, you know, beyond that one little yelp, you don't hear much from Gladys. And eventually, David, you become a little winded, you know, and have to slow down to a, a brisk walk. <sighs> and eventually, um, based on the GPS readings that JT is getting, you have to break off the path, and you trek deeper into the forest. The foliage overhead becomes thicker, and the sounds of nature are actually quite tranquil. And for a moment, you seem to forget that you're on the trail of a dangerous mystic being. After about 45 minutes of walking, you seem to arrive at the spot. And JT, your GPS is zeroed in. This is where it led you to. Having caught my breath, I I, uh, I start shouting, Gladys! No, David! Gladys, are you there? Where are you? I smack David on the mouth. You smack David and hear a rustling in the leaves somewhere. David, there. That ain't Gladys. <laughs> Shut up! Steve, roll a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm constructing a diamond sword. <laughs> R- roll a charisma check. Uh, negative two. You went to charm a wolf, but you forgot your bone and had to kill it instead. No! Yeah. All right. Guinevere is horrified. Oh, my. It's all right. We can use its pelt now. JT, I, f- I forgot. What are you packing exactly? What, what, what kind of weapon were you working with? Well, Crystal, what kind of things you say to a nana, sir? That's not the best kind of way to phrase that question. Why? I just want to know what he's carrying. He was implying uh, something else. It's uh, David, please. Keep it in your pants, okay? I mean, I wasn't really expecting to fight anything, so I guess I have, um, like a, a flick knife and, um, my phone? A knife and a phone. Oh, okay. Well, a knife and a phone is better than how unprotected you've left me this whole time. I got nothing but my fist and my wits. <laughs> Hello? It's Hayes. That's Hayes. Hi. <laughs> oh. From behind Claudia's muffling of my mouth, I look over at Hayes and I very reluctantly hand over Gladys with very pleading eyes, like, please be careful. Oh, David, that's very kind of you. I would like to search the forest. 
I rolled an 18. Claudia, you notice you look down and see what you are standing on. And it's not forest floor, it's stone. Okay, okay. wait, what? What do you mean it's stone? When you look closer at the stone, you realize that it kind of looks like a hatch door-ish. And in the center of it, there's what kind of looks like a button of some sort. And there's a symbol. It's very intricate. It looks like a heart with branching roots like veins that are strangling a brain. Cletus, Cletus, have you... Look, look at this. Have you seen this symbol before? Oh, yeah, you weren't there. Um, I was not, no. Yeah, it's not the symbol, but the... the uh, remember, David, in the, uh, the park, there was the, the door with the riddle on it. It's like... That you cut off the head, I'm the heart, Florida never depart, something like that. <laughs> okay, I take my hand, I take my hand off of David's mouth. I just didn't want him to yell. Thank you, Claudia, that's very kind of you to take your hand off. I promise I will do my best to be a little David, bit more quiet. David, do you quiet. know what the symbol is? Do you know what the symbol is? Um, I think if, in my interpretation... I would say that it is telling us that we cannot let our brains do all the thinking all the time. Sometimes we have to listen to our hearts. That or it wants a blood sacrifice? I don't know. Oh. Maybe our hearts cloud our brains' judgment with branches. Uh, uh, the point is, the answer to that was Disney World. So I don't know if this is connected to Disney or not. It is all connected to Disney. Florida in the entire state, it's I think it's owned by the Disney Corporation. Is yeah, it not? Disney's the heart of Florida. So, But cutting off the head. I love Disney World. Thank you, JT. Okay, do we want to press this button and see what happens? Wait, wait, everyone. Let me just try something. I get down on my hands and knees. I get nice and close. And I whisper to it as if to a lover. I've come seeking the one that got away, Gladys. Um, no, I I pressed the button. (laughs) Please, you press the button and uh, it begins to go in, but then it like hits something, like it's jammed. And you can't press it down all the way. Sorry, I really thought that might work, you know, some nice voice activation, a confession of love. Um, it looks like the button's kind of stuck, but maybe I could mess around with it for a little bit. Uh, maybe I can loosen it. Okay. I try to use mending to um, fix this button. And JT, you add like a little like magnetic attachment to your phone to kind of do some scanning on it. And you pull out like a little star headed screwdriver and you mess with it. Do you need to roll for mending or is it automatic? Nah, it's auto, yeah. And so you you mess with it a little bit until finally you kind of hear something click and you go, okay, it seems like it should be able to go in now. All right, let's try it now. And I slam down the button. All right, JT, roll a constitution saving throw for me. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) 14. Everyone roll a constitution saving throw for me. 24. 14. 19. 12. Steve, a creeper explodes and uh, kills Guinevere, but (gasps) you take this opportunity to teach Guinevere how to respawn and gather her stuff. And she's starting to have some fun. She says, oh, this is almost as fun as getting nasty. Wonderful. Meanwhile, in the forest, everyone, you smell this funky, nasty smell like rotting cabbage descending from above you. David and Claudia, you guys catch a whiff of this and kind of back up. Whereas Cletus and JT, you guys start coughing. (coughs) Sorry, everyone, that turkey lake went right through me, my goodness. And you take three points of poison damage as, JT, you see from one of the trees you hear rustling above you, and suddenly this figure drops, and as it drops, swipes with incredible force, knocking you off to the left. As you take 12 points of damage, and squatting down on top of the hatch, you guys see this long-armed, 
hairy, humanoid-looking figure with big white fur around its eyes that smells like rotting cabbage. <gasps> Skunky. You must be the skunky thing. Roll for initiative. Oh, no. A 19. 20, not natural. 12 for JT. 11 for Claudia. Cletus, you're up first. Shit. <laughs> Do I want to kill the skunk ape? If we have to, I just thought it'd be connected to Florida Man. So, like, I take out my phone and kind of record. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to get so many views. I don't think I can talk to it. He just attacked me, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's very friendly. All right. Get her done. Attack. And since I can attack twice, that would be a 21 and a 22. Roll for both. All right, 12. Cletus, you fire the first shot. And some of the buck spreads onto its shoulder. Uh, the skunk ape turns around and immediately puts a hand over your barrel as you fire the second shot into its palm. And you see, not only did you not do a lot of damage to begin with, but like it is barely phased. At least uh, like a pull away from the shot of the shotgun directly into its hand. But it seems like a not effective attack. Next up, David. All right, I think the best course of action here is to use what God gave me, and that's just a little bit of Jewish guilt. Well, really, it came from my mother, not so much God, but I'm gonna go with some Jewish guilt. That's a 20. What number do I have to be? <laughs> 13, you definitely beat it. Young man or woman or non-binary, what you. would your mother think of what you're doing to these wonderful gentlemen, farting at them, doing all sorts of nastiness? She would not be pleased. And the skunk ape just looks at you and you see the white coloration around its eyes as it just goes, <laughs> Unfazed. Almost like it didn't even comprehend whatever you just spoke at it. Uh, which brings us to JT. Alright, so I'm gonna get up and um, I'm gonna try to hit him with some um, vicious mockery. So I'm like, boy, you fake ass, dirty smelling ass, uh, wannabe Bigfoot looking ass, cousin it from the Adler family looking ass. If you hit me again like that, I'll smack the taste out your mouth. That's a wisdom saving throw, correct? Yeah, you gotta beat 16. Skunk Ape looks at you and holds out its arm even though it doesn't have a phone and begins to mock you like recording yourself and it goes <laughs> uh, Which brings us to the Skunk Ape. As it finishes mocking, it shambles up to JT and then takes that hand where he's holding the imaginary phone and smacks it across your head for 11 points of damage. And then jumps up into the air, hangs on a branch and comes down both feet onto Cletus's back, dealing nine points of damage to him, knocking him flat onto the ground. Oh, what the heck? Claudia, your turn. I'm just gonna do a tire iron attack and I'll throw the tire iron. 17. That hits roll for damage. Nine. You deactivate the magnets. Throw the tire iron at the skunk ape. It has its back facing you, so it can't see it. And you see that it like senses something, puts its hand out and grabs the tire iron mid-flight. No, and no. brings it to his other arm and begins trying to bend it and you activate the magnets and it flies back to you, smacking him in the face. Again, much like in the other fight, it just seems like it's not as severe as you would expect. Which brings us to Haze. And Hayes prepares Gladys, cocks her, puts her up to the skunk ape's head, goes to fire, and actually forgot to take the safety off because Hayes has not used a revolver before. <laughs> and the skunk ape just goes, <laughs> Cletus, it's your turn. I'm gonna use my hunter's mark. You choose a creature you can see within range and mystically mark it as your quarry. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever you hit it with a weapon attack. And you have advantage on any wisdom or 
uh, perception or survival check you make to find it. How long does it last? It lasts for an hour. Excellent. So you can do that and still take an action. Cool. Then I'm going to shoot it. 17 and a 21. Both hit, roll for damage. And now come in all the bonuses. <laughs> so that was 6, 11... So 21. And so the skunk ape is on top of you. You manage to roll around so that you're on your back on the ground facing it face to face. You kind of analyze it in your head really quick and try to find a weak spot. Before you even cock Arletta, you know that you're not going to do the damage that you're expecting. But you manage to find a weak spot, basically. The more exposed areas. And you go for a really fleshy spot in the gut. Shove Arletta right into it and fire Although the resistance is there, you know, it's not as severe, you do see the skunk ape begin to bleed from its gut, and it seems to react to that one for sure. And uh, kind of scurries away from you for a second to reassess how it wants to attack. David. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and use Beacon of Hope. Mazel tov, everyone. L'chaim. And how does this work? It's a spell that bestows hope and vitality. Choose any number of creatures within range. For the duration, each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws and regains the maximum number of hit points possible from any healing. And so on that mazzle, light just pours forth from David and all of you feel a a nice fuzzy warmth inside of you and uh, a new vitality. Which brings us to JT. I'm hurt. <laughs> um, I'm gonna move away as far as I can for the skunk ape because he hit me too hard. Next, I'm gonna um, pop on my headphones from around my neck and I'm gonna um, play a song from my phone to give myself a little bardic expiration for my bonus action. Beautiful. And then for my action, I'm gonna whip out a speaker from my pocket. I'm gonna throw it at the skunk ape and I'm gonna try to hit him with some dissonant whispers. Is that a saving throw for me? It's a saving throw. You gotta beat 16. That's a 21. Nope. Come on, son. All right, so you take half. Okay. Half of 13. You roll a little Bluetooth speaker from your pocket at the skunk ape and begin playing a song, and you see the skunk ape begin to jam out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the song suddenly goes really high pitch and distorts and plays, like, ultra-high frequencies, and you see the skunk skunk ape go... As it puts its hands up to its head, and you see a little bit of blood trickle down out of its ears. And it is looking actually quite worse for wear. Which brings us to the skunk ape itself. The skunk ape first throws a fist at Claudia. It leaps at you and comes down with a fist, and you dodge out of the way. And as you come back up, you almost go to let out like a confident laugh, and it elbows you in the back so hard that it sends you flying, and you slam into a tree. And you take seven points of damage. Okay. Claudia. So Claudia wants to use the Enlarge Reduce spell, obviously reducing the ape's size, please. They rolled a 12 on the saving throw. Good, because it's a 21 that they had to beat. And so Claudia opens a little compartment on her belt that have these discs. Uh, Not very many. It's experimental. She's never used it before. And she pulls out this disc. uh, It looks like a shuriken almost. And throws it at the skunk ape and buries itself inside its chest. And it looks down at the disc, looks up at you and goes... (laughs) As it shrinks. And now it's more like a skunk monkey. Aw, nice. (laughs) Great. Which brings us to Hayes, and you see Hayes 
fiddling with Gladys going, come on, come on. And you hear, oh, hell yeah. And puts it to the skunk monkey's head. The skunk monkey kind of, as it's shrinking, shrinks a little bit more until the bullet whizzes past. But you see it leaves a trail along the cheek of blood. And Hayes goes, I did it. <laughs> Guys, I did it. Thanks, David. You're welcome. My goodness, look at how much. Oh, wow. Just so proud. <laughs> Cletus. Shooty shoot. 16 and 20. Roll for both. Boom. So, I <laughs> did 36 damage to Monk and Tunk. All right, Cletus racks Arletta again, and with uh, the little monkey, you shoot at its legs and it jumps up, and you see it takes some shrapnel into its now much smaller shins and goes, <laughs> it jumps and tries to climb up Arletta to scratch at your face. And as it's climbing, you fire again into its abdomen and you see it fly off of Arletta and crashes into the ground. Uh, and it is looking ugly now. It is bleeding. It looks tired at this point. It looks like it's just operating off of pure adrenaline survival mode, which brings us to David. I'm gonna go ahead and attempt to finish this sucker off. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, inflict some wounds and it's gonna be an 18. That hits, roll for damage. Marvelous, simply marvelous, wow. Uh, six plus seven, that's... Ooh, math was never my strong suit in high school. Um, it was uh, 13 damage. So you call upon God. What do you ask God to do for you? What, how do you speak to him? Dear Lord, please destroy this abomination that it was obviously created in some sort of scientific lab. This is not one of your creatures. I demand <laughs> it be murdered on sight. Dear Lord, smite the monkey. <laughs> Copy that, Chief. An AC-130 from God shows up and she fucking heals it. And you see this little monkey on the ground that is bleeding, pumped full of shrapnel. Uh, suddenly, its skin begins to split as it literally peels away from its body, exposing fat and muscle. And it is on the ground going... And it's on the ground crying very nearly on death's door. That looked ultra effective. Which brings us to JT. I am going to attempt to hit it again with some dissonant whispers. That's a 21. Yo, come on, son. All right, you still take six damage. Okay, and so you play these frequencies and you see the skunk ape look at you and it goes, <laughs> and it begins to, uh, to wind up to unleash an attack. And then suddenly the white noise activates and it goes, <laughs> and falls to the ground, dead. See you in hell, you abomination. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. <laughs> She's very good. And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh... Just, you know, for good measure, Claudia would like to yeah, yeah. turn the saw on and just chop the head right off. <laughs> it's a little monkey, you sick pervert. Go no, ahead. Oh, it's not a little monkey. It's a skunk ape. That is not one of God's creatures. It's an abomination. Decapitated it once, Claudia. Do I, ha- I have to roll still, even though it's no, dead? No. You, oh, nice. you chop its head off. Thank you. It looks like a little, uh, like one of the shrunken, like, human heads, but with lots of hair. Can I have the head? No, I want the head. Okay. I'm just kidding. No, you can have the head. I don't, I don't want I'll this. Put it, in my, put it in my duffel bag. Oh, that's going to be a nasty, nasty duffel. Oh, I put the... Mm, no, the body's too much. But I should. we should get a picture, JT, for the podcast. Oh, yeah. I could definitely put it on the channel. Uh, don't worry. I'll blur out your face. Uh, and JT very quickly uh, arranges a little photo shoot to get pictures of the evidence. Let's make it look like the, the head is still on so people don't get upset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Roll, I guess not deception. Roll persuasion to see how if, how uh, convincing the pictures are. What about performance? Oh, yeah. Roll performance. It's artistic. Can I help, I guess? Uh, you can, yeah. I mean, roll a, roll a d6 to add on to the roll. For the record, my uh, performance is plus 11. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that should That's a uh, 16. Okay, Cletus, you go to help arrange the picture and JT just like pushes you out of the way and is like, no, I got this. And arranges the photo shoot of the century. This is going to be yes. on Cryptid Weekly for years yes. to come. And I high five JT. Let's go, baby. Yeah, I'm never going to wash this hand again. Not only are we rich, but we are the making one giant leap for conspiracy theorists all over the planet. They said we was paranoid. They had no idea. <laughs> I'm taking the head. All right, and you put the head in the duffel bag with the 20 dead minnows. Claudia would like to press the button on the hatch again, see if... um. You press the button on the hatch, and the stone cover that has the heart strangling the brain on it kind of slides away and reveals a little dish of sand. Wait, what? A dish of sand, like a petri dish, like it's full of sand. Uh, you want to get the heart out of the monkey? <laughs> 
by by the DM's face, no, I don't, but I don't know. <laughs> Do we put the head on it? Do it. We already cut it off. We might as well. What if right? it brings it back to life? No, then we kill it again. If you're afraid of it coming back to life, you could always chop it up into pieces. I mean, you guys were saying something about take off the head, so maybe if you put it on top of the dish? Yeah. Cletus, put the head on the thing. Okay. You put the head on the sand and JC goes, man, that looks sick, and takes another picture. <laughs> <laughs> that looks sick! Yeah, but don't show that one. That looks bad. I'm just gonna take the head back. One of the minnows falls out. I guess, what? Oh, I'm gonna pick that up and put it back in. <laughs> Drop that. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I guess we gotta write the answer. This is a password thing in the oh, sand. No. What are you gonna write? What's the question? Something about that head and the heart thing. Did you want to try to write Disney in the sand? Apparently, write that. See what happens. I write Disney. Cletus has a little Disney Channel moment, like, uh, like the, the, the signature. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And uh, as you do that, the dish recedes in, the cover comes back over it, and the hatch slides open. There you go. What did I say? Oh my goodness, we did it. And in record time, the last time I came across something with sand, it took me such a long time, my goodness. You too? That happened to me not too long ago. Steve. Yes? Roll a... Oh my gosh. Wisdom saving throw. All right. 15. Okay, you and Gertrude have made incredible progress, and you're now teaching Gertrude about ender pearls, uh, and you are oh on your way God. to find the portal. Wonderful. I don't even know what that is. She's gotten very good. Sorry, not Gertrude. Um, uh, Guinevere. Guinevere, that's right. And Guinevere is like deep in the lore now. Guinevere's oh like, oh my, so you're telling me there's a huge dragon at the end to fight? Oh no. Okay. So the hatch is open. Uh, it's open. Do y'all want to go back and rest up and then go? <laughs> uh, personally, no. I would like to just jump in and get this over with now. Well, by all means, ladies first. Isn't JT like dying over here? Uh, JT, are you okay? Um, I'm a little hurt, but I'm not really <laughs> dying. <laughs> okay, then you're fine. I mean, I could rest my very nimble fingers upon your head and just see what happens if the Lord is channeling today. Give you a little something, something. A heavenly massage. A heavenly massage to the tune of Cure Wounds. I don't know. Last time a nice Jewish man tried to give me a head massage, that didn't end very well. <laughs> Sorry. 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 <laughs> So I guess you could say that you that the massage didn't have a happy ending. Hey, what's this guy doing here? What's going on? I'm gonna try to cure wounds. On who? Myself. Okay. <laughs> and JT produces from his backpack a smaller emergency aid kit that looks a lot like the one from the RV. God, because I gave that beacon of hope. I know it, we're not in combat anymore, but is it possible that he can get the full hit points possible from the healing with the beacon? What of the was hope? the duration on it? It was a minute. I will allow it for like right now, but then it's over after this. Very well. Enjoy that extra bonus. I'm going to use first level so I get um 8 plus 5, uh, 13. And uh, you, you managed to patch yourself up and you're feeling quite a bit better. All right. I definitely feel better now. I think we can keep going. Tally-ho, my good man, as the Brits across the pond there say. Okay. Not sure if they say it anymore, but maybe they did at one point. Uh, I want to just investigate the hatch, see just, like, can I tell how deep, is there a ladder going down? Do we There's a ladder going down, and, I mean, you can see the ground, maybe, like, ten feet into the ground. It, it looks like a bunker of some sort inside. Claudia's going down. I'm following Claudia. 
After you. Uh, I'm gone. So Claudia first, then David, then JT, then Cletus. You descend the ladder into an underground bunker with dim, glowing yellow lights. The room is metallic and echoey and filled with an overwhelming scent of Cuban coffee. You hear the low hum of salsa music from a staticky radio. Stay sharp, everybody. I love this song. I want to search. 17. I want to say everyone, as you're taking in your surroundings, roll a search for me. 11. 23? And mine is a 24. I'm very astute. Steve, roll an investigation for me as well. All right. 11. You found the ender portal. Yes! Oh my! Okay. So you guys look around and there are cork boards on the wall and newspapers and photographs spread out across the floor. Brown ink is scrawled on many of the documents. Strands of sawgrass connect clippings together. Ghost orchids adorn the walls growing from mossy planters. And David and JT, you both almost simultaneously gravitate towards one of the cork boards. And you notice that many of the strands of sawgrass connecting the different clippings are on a big map of Florida. And most of them center onto either Tallahassee or Orlando. And both of those locations are then connected by many strands of sawgrass. JT, looking at this, are you thinking what I'm thinking? There's, there's a lot of connection to Tallahassee and Orlando? I think that the Sawgrass Expressway is planning a very large expansion project. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's right. You haven't been down here all that long. Anyway, it doesn't matter right now. But I think that could also mean... Cletus, get over here. Now, do you think this could be an intricate system of tunnels? You're into the conspiracy theories. Do you think this is a tunnel system we're looking at here? It very well could be. Uh, but why, I just want to... The Florida Man? Do you think the Florida Man wrote this stuff? You think it's one giant tunnel that they expanded from Disney World? That would make sense. That's how he gets around. That's why he pops up from the ground all the time. He's using, he's using the tunnels. This is his bunker. That's his radio playing. These are his uh, orchid, uh, whatever orchids. His ghost orchids. Ghost orchids. Oh my god, they're so pretty. I, I take one, I guess. You go to grab one and, and Hayes says, You know, after uh, Miss Claudia darted me, I, I didn't get to capture one of the ghost orchids. And yeah, I just love having them around. This is such a gift. Oh, okay, well, you can take one too, I think. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Cletus. And then from behind you, you hear, no. Wow. We've been misbehaving, haven't we? Oh, you Chico, pero what just happened? Oh, well, hello there. This is Guinevere the Cuban Crocodile. I'm trying to learn how to play something called Minecraft. And Stephen is telling me to thank our founding senseis for supporting the show. I don't know what that means, but thank you to Adriana Alacon, Juan Zarilla, Will Williams, and Bed. Giovanni Zarilla, Andrea Jimenez Neste, Claudia Costa, Marshy A. Jerry Benetatis, Katrina Scott, 
Carolina Riverall, Alejandro Alacón, Alexia Wilde, Giovanni Neste, Daniel Utset, and Zenobia Ash. If you would like to support the show, Stephen is telling me to tell you to click on the links in a description. What's a link? What's a link? Stephen! Stephen! Please uh, click on the links in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker, then be sure to tweet using hashtag Drimbus. Thank you all so much for listening. All right. Goodbye. Oh, my. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What's this all about? What about nightmares? We need to leave. What are you doing? They can't tear out your soul anymore, Stuart. Ominous Thrill, a new audio fiction anthology. I've done horrible things. Tell them what you did. I, I didn't do anything. Character-driven tales of obsession. I'm no psycho. Banging on my door and streaming it on the internet. Revenge. Don't mind if I sit here and watch lights go out, do you? The unexplained. Don't leave me out here. We can't help her? I have a doctor. We're leaving. No! I need the light. You want me to fall down the stairs? No. I want to push you. I love you so fucking much. Ominous Thrill. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere. Flesh splits open. Oh, yes. Thrill you later.